I solemnly swear that I'm up to no good. Are you Tony Stank? Don't get technical with me. She needs to sort out her priorities. That's no moon. I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. Welcome to the A Plus Z Movie Review Podcast. I'm the A that stands for Alex. I'm the Z that stands for Zach. And today we're doing our show a little differently. Slightly different. We are recording this prior to seeing the movie we're going to see, but we in about two hours are going to go, a little less than two hours, are going to go see Avatar, the something of water. Almost there. The way of water. (laughs) I wasn't sure if it was the way of the water. What? Who cares? It's uh, Avatar Splash Mountain. Um, and we just wanted to kind of hop on here and have a quick chat about Avatar. Very, very brief before we see it. And then we'll do a quick jump. And then it'll be our thoughts immediately after seeing it. Yeah, because this week has been a bit of a crash course for Alex and uh, <laughs> Avatar dumb. Uh I had seen the original 13 years ago, uh, 15 years ago, because it was 2007. Um, and you had never seen Avatar until I never Tuesday. saw Avatar from beginning to end until this past Tuesday. And it is Christmas Eve 2022 as of now. So check yeah. a calendar. I don't know what day that was. Celebrating our Christmas Eve with a big JC. James Cameron. James Cameron. So proud of that one. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> a very specific Instagram group saw it first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, before we get into uh, all of Avatar, uh, thank you for coming to our podcast. And if you want to see the actual review, Alex, where can they find our actual reviews? That will be on Instagram at a.z underscore movie review and Twitter. A underscore Z underscore movie review, if I remember to post it. That, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we've got one in the can that should go out probably Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that should be for spoiler alert. Uh, just a, a nice little easy fare before we get into the hardcore uh, award season and, and uh, Avatar and everything else. But, uh, so listen to that. Listen to us now as we kind of wrap our heads around Avatar. So. Again, I had seen it uh, before, and so when it came out, obviously Avatar was a phenomenon, uh, highest grossing film in the world at the time that has since been passed Cinematic by. masterpiece, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Got, got all this awards buzz, and it's also a movie that just hasn't stuck around culturally in any sort of meaningful way that a movie like that should. Uh, I, I mean, it, when I saw it at the time, it, technical marvel, yeah, but the the story was a little bit boring and pretty run of the mill it's fern gully it's pocahontas it's dances with wolves it's whatever you want to call it um do you remember why you didn't see it when it came out cuz i mean ev- everybody in the world pretty much saw it how old would i have been you would have been 15 or i so. think it just wasn't it just didn't look interesting to me yeah it And funnily enough, that's what I'm hearing from people now that uh, when it comes to Avatar 2, because like uh, my coworker, Sean, Mm -hmm. he didn't see the original Avatar either Mm -hmm. and still hasn't. 
And so I was like, I, you know, hey, I mean, it was still a big movie. Like, are you going to go see the next one? He's like, no, I, not, not really interested in it at all. And I know that was still similar to how you felt when we saw the original, the, the trailers for, for this new one, where it's like, I, do I love the first Avatar? Not, I'm not like all in on the world or anything, but I know it's going to be a big movie event, so I want to go see it. Yeah. But how do you feel about it? I check out when the trailer comes on, truthfully. <laughs> Just like, ah, okay, whatever. Um, and mostly, I think that was rooted in the fact that I hadn't seen the original, so I was like, I don't know who this is. I don't know what's yeah. going on. Who am I supposed to care about or why? Blah, blah, blah. But I will say, having seen the first one, my thoughts were, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Sure. But I still didn't like it. It's not like, oh, no, I didn't like that. But I'm not like jumping up and down like, oh, my gosh, that was amazing. Had this been 13 years ago when I was seeing it on the IMAX screen, maybe I would have said it was amazing. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I I laugh when you said Pocahontas because I, I think I like in my commentary while we were watching, I was like, no, Pocahontas doesn't want to go with you. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> right. So, uh, again, we watched it at home on our TV, which it's not a small TV by any means. Um, and it's just we didn't see it on, on the biggest screen possible. You didn't see it in 3D. And those were the things that made the first avatar the sensation it was in terms of like money and and things like that so i feel like i can comfortably say though that like that wouldn't have impacted my experience had i watched it yeah. then i mean the the, the only I way can, to judge I can, that yeah i can acknowledge that like the world building and like yeah whatever the the intricacies of the planet and blah 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 that's interesting and really cool but i'm just all right whatever uh <laughs> Well, I I was going to say the only way that we can judge that is when we see the sequel here in a few hours, because initial reactions are that it's similar to the first in that way of the story is kind of fine and the visuals are incredible. Like people are raving about it in the same way that the first one was, but not to the same degree, because it's as I said to you, I think this movie needs to for these avatar sequels to be viable. If you're going to be spending as much money as they are reportedly, the most expensive movie ever made is the second one here. Uh, or if you're going to put the much time and effort, like he wants to make a nine hour cut oh of the God. third movie, which is already filmed. You have to make these things truly above and beyond an incredible spectacle. And so if this movie doesn't blow people away, I just I feel like the like Avatar is this pet project from James Cameron and people go see it and they say it's great. But then you just never talk about it in between seeing the movies like there's a theme park land and that's its cultural relevance in that degree. But it doesn't. Avatar doesn't exist in larger conversation. People aren't arguing about Avatar the same way they do Star Wars movies in between Star Wars movies or Marvel movies constantly Marvel shows that it's just not at that sort of level where you would think it is or at least james cameron tells us it is correct so just quickly and then we'll go see the movie mm -hmm. do you what are your expectations or do you have any expectations for this next one i mean i uh, expectations i don't know about expectations i i because i, I truthfully i i don't think so highly of the first one my my, my grandfather <laughs> loves it uh correct and uh you know he thought it was uh, like 
he, they bought the Blu-ray and he loved watching it on on his TV at home. But it, it just like I said, it just hasn't stuck with me. So in terms of like, it's not really expectations, more it's hopes. I hope this thing is as visually arresting as it's people say it's supposed to be. I hope it transports me to Pandora for three hours. But three I, hours. I, <gasps> I right. That's the other thing is this movie's longer than the first one. I, I what I it's not expectations. I hope it's it's hopes. Like I said, and I hope I hope it makes me excited to keep up with this thing because truthfully, if I go see this and it's just like yeah, it looked looked cool. Don't really care for it. When we get to Avatar three in two years, I I don't I, like I I want to be able to go into that like wow I can't wait to have this cinematic experience instead of just like watching a 3D National Geographic feature on an alien planet. Yeah, what I I I don't want to say oh I have no expectations. It's just kind of I feel like I'm probably going into it with a bit of a too negative mindset just cuz it's 3 hours long. That's the yeah. that's the biggest like if you're talking pros and cons of these movies, even this one we haven't seen yet, they are a friggin' time commitment. Yeah. It's it's the same reason why I don't reach for Endgame cuz I don't have that kind of time to just like mm-hmm. sit there. Yeah. But I I'm trying to keep an open mind like I did with the first one. Um I don't know. I I want it uh, my my hope or expectation for it, my hope is that it it doesn't drag. It doesn't make you mm-hmm. feel like you're s- trapped there mm-hmm. for three hours. It just sort of goes, you know? Do you care to actually learn more about the Navi and Pandora? No. Do you hope that they've changed the subtitle font? <laughs> yes. Yes, no more papyrus. Do we expect it to James, still be papyrus? James, please retire the papyrus. Retire us the papyrus. Get out. We're going to. We're going to leave right now and go see Avatar, The Way of Water. Avatar, The Way of Water. Ready PG-13. Experience it in 3D. Now playing. We are back from the movie theater. We have seen Avatar, The, A- the Way of Water. <laughs> Alexandra? Yes. What'd you think? Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, you'll see it on my post. It's just uh, just this great like resignation of like, damn, that was actually like really good. God damn it, James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you put Big Jim in the water and he's gonna cook. Yeah, I mean, well, We'll we'll dive into that. Yeah. We'll dissect that a little bit. Lots of lots of haha moments. If you've ever seen a, a frame of Titanic, yes. yep, there's a bit of that for sure. Um, yeah, I, 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 I sat there. I was like, God, what do, what do I think of this? Is this? Is it? Is it? I don't know. Is it kind of basic? Maybe, but I'm not like mad at it. Uh. Mm, uh fuck it's good <laughs> would you like to read your uh your blurb um i can read my blurb yes <laughs> the most reluctant thumbs up <laughs> well i'll be damned it's actually good not perfect but it doesn't even matter wow just wow yeah what do you think zachary uh, similar 
I mean, not I, maybe not as effusive as you, but I mean, visually, from the instant this thing opens, it's like the 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 setting, the scenery that they've created again is just, is incredible. It's it's maybe more immersive than the first one, um, in terms of just the 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 CGI the digital environment that they've created for this movie where like yes you're having a bunch of CGI characters interact but like the human characters interacting with the CGI environment it's it's kind of wild uh how just how good it looks um especially 3D like we I mean we saw some of the trailers where like 3D is, eh, doesn't always work for things I think this kind of holds up what we said in the beginning of if you don't see these avatar movies, if the only time you ever see them is on your TV screen, it's not going to work. They work on the big screen and that's it. So it's, it's an incredible thing that that Cameron's made here. So my, my blurb was an astounding visual creation, a thrilling third act, which helps this one more than, than the first one too, in my opinion. Uh, and James Cameron knows how to ocean. That's, that's what I said. Um, I think this movie did such a much, did a much better job of focus. And, and, and James Cameron said that they were focusing on the characters a bit more than mm-hmm. the actual plot. And I think that helps this. Now, does it help Jake Sully? No, I still don't give a damn about Jake Sully. <laughs> does it help Natiri? No, she's just angry all the time. That's like her thing. But the kids they introduced. At the end, she was pretty badass. She was no, she was badass for sure. But in terms of like, like she just seems mad most of the time. (laughs) And so like, this isn't a spoiler, but there's one part where she like, someone is receiving medical attention, and (laughs) there's like um an alternative version of medical attention that's come in, and Zoe Zaldana just goes. Get out! You've done nothing. And I was like, "Can I get that in the gift, please?" And she wasn't wrong uh, at the, at the time. Uh, but you're she right. She wrong. is. She is kind of angry. But I think the the introduction of Jake and Natiri's kids do a whole lot for this movie. Uh, it really gives you characters to feel for and understand a bit more. Because like can you really feel like step into the shoes of the uh paralyzed marine that then gets put into the shoes of a tall blue, blue cat guy. alien uh no i don't think i can uh i don't think sorry I can. that's just that's just too far of a reach for me yeah I, I, don't, I don't think i can fall in with that one but like you give these kids and they focus on the family and the dynamics between the family and then they make the kids sort of the fish out of water, no pun intended, when uh. they go to the to the new clan of, of Navi on, on Pandora, the water-based clan. And on top of all that, my favorite character in this whole damn movie is a whale. <laughs> the whale is dope. <laughs> right? Yeah, I what, don't disagree. I, I gotta find the whale's name. He has a fun name. I don't, I can't tell you what anyone's names are, and that's (laughs) maybe a criticism. I, I, I don't know. I needed, I needed a visual description of that one. Just some letters would have been helpful. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to scroll (laughs) real quick. Who was cast for the whale? Well, right. There is no voice actor for the whale, (laughs) but the whale talks, which is kind of funny. Um, it was not Ellen. No. And of course, when they talk, what do we see? 
What's the goddamn papyrus? I, we're we just gotta live with it. Avatar font, and that's the thing. Kids are gonna grow up now thinking papyrus is like just avatar font, yeah. not papyrus. Ugh. Ugh. But uh, so I mean, of of all of that, the visual parts, the 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 character bits, what what stood out to you the most? Oh, well, like what when you come away and you come away saying, wow, like what is it that makes you say, wow, about it was the, movie? the immersion. Yeah. It was the visual immersion. I mean, and that's I think what we know is James Cameron's strong suit here, especially in the water. Like, what did you say to me when we were Oh, <laughs> when they get to the water bit? I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, I James mean, Cameron's about to cook for reason. Yeah, that's what you said for reasons I will get into after the spoiler curtain of i'd say the first like quarter of this movie is spent in the forest and i was sitting there thinking when are we gonna get to the water yeah it it does take a minute to get to the water i'm irritated and when it comes to the things that i are just like where i'm like i just don't care or where it's the tree people well it's not even the tree people it's the it is the stuff that happens in the first act mainly our villain Oh yes. Okay. I yeah, just, again, I, spoiler I, spoiler curtain. I check I checked out so hard on that, but we'll, we'll um, get into that. But no, the once they got to the water and just seeing this environment that was created, I was I was honestly fascinated. Like, let's spend all the time with the mermaids, please. Yeah, yeah they were cool. Uh I, I like the way that they differentiated the forest clan from the yes, water clan that they they're not just the same all or... blue like the the mermaids are like an aqua blue yeah. as opposed to a sky blue mm-hmm. you get the the bigger forearms and the webbed yeah and like swim. a stronger tail yeah all makes sense better breathing capacity like, yeah i think the thing that i enjoyed the most is the immersion uh yeah. the visual the visual setting but Again, like I said when we were talking about the first one, I do enjoy Pandora. I like what James Cameron has created in terms of a setting and a fictional space. I really like. I don't. I I just don't care about Jake Sully. <laughs> <laughs> like I just don't. And honestly, he feels kind of sidelined in this movie. Like not completely, but he doesn't. He is not the focus no. of what's going on here. Even though he sort of is. But again, we'll. We'll well, d- detail what we're talking about. Part of but, me wonders if that was just like a scheduling thing, because well, I mean, what do you think? Sam Worthington's got more to do. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he I was mean, like, I, I thought I was done with this, and now he's saying we have seven more. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, again, they they did film this back in 2017. Oh Jesus! Uh, or yeah, 2017. I think is when they started filming. Um. <laughs> so much so that Edie Falco, uh, who makes an appearance as like a general, <laughs> she had a great quote this week of like, <laughs> oh, I love her. She was just Mrs. she said Soprano. something like, uh, I didn't even know. She said, <laughs> I, I was filmed this. this so long ago, I thought it had come out and bombed because nobody had ever talked to her. Nobody about talked to her. Nobody mentioned like, hey, what about that avatar, too? She just thought that. She filmed some stuff on a green screen somewhere, and that was that was it. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, it's it's been a long, just sitting project. Thirteen years. They film started filming five years ago, 
but at least James Cameron has a head start. Because here's the thing, and and this is why these movies are different than like say a Marvel movie in terms of the visual things it can bring us. James Cameron spending a whole lot of time making these things, yeah, and a whole lot of money. Oh yeah, and it shows. Like the Marvel mm-hmm. movies are on a on a conveyor belt; they get cranked out. They're fun. They're fun popcorn. But these have like just a lot of time put well, into making these things look like they do. Because if they don't, we don't care. He said that he's had to spend the time developing the technology yeah. to be able to make it the way that he wants, and yeah. that you know, just in any capacity, whether you're talking about a movie or te- you know film technology or you know theme park technology or you know just a fucking home computer like that <laughs> that takes time yeah the only thing tech- technology wise that i just <laughs> i just don't i don't love and i wish filmmakers would stop did I you I, I think i know what you're going to say the high frame rate do you know what i'm talking about oh uh, yeah so <sighs> The last movie I saw that did it to this degree was the Hobbit movies where you add, it's this high frame rate. I think it's something like 48 frames per second on some of these digital scenes where it looks, it looks like a damn video game. That's okay. That was a note that I had. And (laughs) And it's funny. I, I thought about it. Like there are some scenes, like some action scenes where they do kind of like the Zack Snyder slow-mo thing. And there were also moments yeah. and like like lower stakes action. Like, for instance, one of the kids is on like this pretend fish and he like jumps out <laughs> of the water doing like a trick because he's trying to be friends with the fish. <laughs> they like <laughs> they like do like a slow-mo and then just sort of like zoom in on the like action that's happening. Yeah. And then they like speed up and go back to normal. And I was like, this is like the highlight reel from Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it just, because it, it's frustrating because so much of this looks so, so good. I thought, I thought the video game thing for sure. And then yes, they flip back and forth between the frame rates in the action scene sometimes. And it drove me nuts because it just, it's, it's this, the idea is that you, do this and it gives it sort of a hyper realism it's it's the difference between watching a regular tv show and a soap opera right yeah you look at a soap opera and it looks like you filmed it on your phone in (laughs) you know like in front of you on a foggy day yeah yeah yeah. and it's in but and it's supposed to be more realistic but that's not what that's not what movies are supposed to look like they're not supposed to look like you're in the room with them like it's supposed to be cinematic and i when the movie is does its thing to be cinematic it's spectacular um I also thought, as I said in my blurb, and I think this is partially due to the focus on characters, the third act, like, conflict, much better than the first in terms of, I care whether these people live or die. I care, you know, when when people are are in danger or what's going on. Like, it just made me feel a bit more for the characters than the last time where it's like, oh, yeah, uh, humans and machines and a bunch of blue cats go at it in the forest. You know? Yeah, I think there there are a little there's there there are more layers to the storytelling sure. than the first one. You know, part of me wishes that some of that money that was spent on uh, film technology could go to the writing. 
I think a little bit of it did, but uh, yeah, it's not. I would say it's not as formulaic. No, but it is sort of like you. You can you can connect dots. Sure, there's there's a lot of archetypes being used. Yeah, uh, and some, but it not it, it again. It doesn't feel as generic as the run through of the first one does. Like there are things that you can like point at but that's just sort of film language to a degree at this point it's not directly copying like the first one seemed to be yeah i want to just address real quick while it's in my brain there's a point in the first movie where the whole reason why the sky people are there is to obtain this unobtainable substance (laughs) yes and then at some point in that movie it just does not become a factor anymore it all just it all just circles back to Jake. And yes. Yeah, I would well, like yes. to follow up with this one still not relevant at all. No, the, <laughs> I don't think the word unobtainium was said once and I think they knew Thank God. <laughs> I think they knew what they were doing there. Uh I mean, unobtainium was important in the first movie in that the giant tree was on top of a giant deposit of it, so when they get attacked, it's out and then at that point, they have they've obtained the unobtainium. Did deposit. they though? Well, at that point, that's kind of not confirmed. Well, they 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 secured the area, and then Jake goes back. Jake and the Navi go to take them out, uh, and then they drive them off the planet. And then we see charades ensue for another hour and yeah. a half. So, <laughs> I, you know, it's not. I don't think this is a spoiler to say that the humans come back. And that's kind of like what drives the story forward. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I was a little upset with that. Yeah. If there's, there's one thing that we can absolutely applaud James Cameron for story-wise is that he knows how to craft someone you absolutely want to hate. Yeah. Like the villains in this one, I wanted to jump through the screen and punch them in the dick. Yeah. And they, they, they are... I think they made the villain a little the more interesting villains. this time. Villains. villains. Um, but there are guys that are like very one note, like I'm doing this cause I'm a dick. And it's like, all right, <laughs> I guess we got to punch you. Then you, you big goon. Um, I guess it's like, yes, of course the humans would always come back because they need to keep obtaining that unobtainium. But then there's also another thing that the humans are going after, uh, and we'll we'll get into that. That's sort of like, I, I can't believe an invading force has created an entire economy for something that they don't like actually live <laughs> on. Like, and again, they they sort of mention it. It takes six years to go back and forth from that planet. Oh my god, they said that. Well, in the first movie, they say it's a six oh. year trip, and they so that's kind of implied here that there's a time jump. Um, and I don't know, I, I I just. I I understand the human. Oh, humans are greedy, and they're going to keep fighting for resources. And the, oh, they they mentioned that the Earth is dying at one point, yeah. so that's why they keep coming. The here humans to like come back, and colonize. they set up shop like right away. Yeah, so I think that's kind of what we're going to be dealing with going forward. Now is the humans literally trying to come in and like? Colonize. I think humans is also a broad term because if you'll notice, it was all white people. Those damn yes. white people. You're you're right. I don't think that there was. <laughs> Huh. Well, okay. I, I, you know, I actually hadn't realized that about the military people that are there. 
but they literally are all white as far as I can remember. Yep. And then as I as I'm like racking my brain, the only col- actors of color are people that are now blue. So yep. good, good, good job, James. That's, <laughs> I mean, he already said some uh, uh, problematic no, no, things no, no, about no. We're not addressing indigenous that. people. No, 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 no. That, but no. We're, we're not going to wade into those waters because they're, they're, they're bad. And I hope James Cameron knows they're bad. And I just don't want to have to deal with that ever again, because like, obviously James, like, don't be such an idiot. <laughs> um, okay. So is there anything else we can touch on before we dive into spoilers? Anything else you want to, Nail down. No, let's let's dive in. Oh, here we go. Da 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 da. da, da. I meant for the ch to sound like a splash. Ah, <laughs> uh, we we have fun here, folks. All right. Um, so that's our non-spoiler. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, our recommendation is to go see it. Like I I think. Well, here's an interesting question too, because we had one of the reasons we had watched the first Avatar this week was because somebody had said that we that you probably should watch the first one before going to see this. Do you agree that you need to have seen the first movie to understand what's going on here? Yes. Okay. I, I will think dive so into too. that like immediately after yeah. we jump to spoilers. Yeah, yeah. There's certainly some very big things that you need to understand. I think they do a okay job of trying to like recap, but it 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 is there's there's so many little things that just like you need to have seen the first one um and maybe that's a, a level to a barrier to entry but even so if you have 3 hours go go see it go go to an IMAX it's christmas go, go put, go you don't want to be with your family anyway just <laughs> go go put your 3D goggles on and go watch this thing so okay uh after the the the, the pause we're down to the spoiler territory we cannot let you bring your war here. Outcast. That's all they see. I see you. All right. We're below the surface. We're diving <laughs> so deep into spoiler territory. This is all about the long con of holding a grudge. <laughs> like, tell, like, look me in the eye and tell me I'm wrong. Well, that's the thing, right? <laughs> is that they make it a more personal story where it's now the, the bad guy. Let's go there. Let's go. So the bad guy from the first one has been cloned into a forest Navi with a fucking USB stick of his memories and personality. I can't tell you how stupid that is. So dumb. That's like, like Palpatine dumb. So that is something <laughs> that I was I had heard beforehand. Oh, really? I knew that what was what was going on, and I said to myself, "That sounds really fucking stupid. It better not be that fucking stupid. It's that fucking stupid." Yeah, it was pretty like, bad. It, it, it that like look, that's the thing. When the movie starts, you're in. You're you, we get like I don't know five minutes of everyone going through the trees. And you're like, wow. Pandora, what a place. Look at you, Jim. You've you've created a wonderful world. This is fun to swing around, fly around and trees. 3D. Wow. Oh, your kid, you have kids. They're growing up. How cute. And then we cut to space. Uh where uh Avatar uh Colonel Korich was his name. 
Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> he wakes up and is just like punching people. He's like, oh my God, I'm an avatar. I'm a bad guy. You can tell because I hate you. Look, I, I just. I know. I, I don't. <laughs> it's, he didn't need to be the bad guy again. It's like. He died. He died. He's done. He died. It's like. You can create another military person. It's. It reminded me of Jeff Bridges getting an Iron Man suit. <laughs> I've made some upgrades of my own. <laughs> I made some upgrades of my own, Jake. Look at me. I'm blue. I'm a blue man. Jump like a cat. Stop. It's just like. <laughs> it's it was just like like when it when that like, again, I knew it was happening before the movie. But once I saw it, I was just really like. Huh? That's the best you got. Again, you can you can create anybody out of thin air to be the bad guy. They're yeah. Like, they, yes, Jake Sully is in his infantry or his uh insurgent forces are continually screwing you up. You can make anybody an avatar at that point. Yeah. It could have. It literally could be anybody. But you need it. But it could have been like that guy's brother or some yeah, shit. Yeah. Could have been anyone else. You felt the need to like again put these layers of like a personal grudge on top of it it's just like because eh. like by the time we get to the end it's like oh we're we gonna we're gonna fight again jake it's like yeah i guess you're gonna fight again all right go, go at it guys don't really care go 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 have have fun so the other the other layers to this are as we mentioned that uh jake and zoe saldana have children Yes. They have three. They have three biological children mm-hmm. and then one and a half adopted. So they have. There's like the oldest boy who was like actually full Navi because he no. only had three fingers. None of them have three. Fingers. No, no, no. He does. Does he? Yeah, he does. And then there's an. Oh, so then they adopt a daughter who's actually. Sigourney Weaver's Navi daughter. This is the thing. What the fuck was that? This is the thing. I I I had a a very simple explanation given, and I was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> she died. Like in in the trailers, you see her. I'm like, "Isn't that Sigourney Weaver's face?" Yeah. Didn't she die? What the hell? She's Jesus. She's. Anakin Skywalker. Oh, no. It's not even Jesus. It was more of an Anakin Skywalker thing to me. No. Like, born of the Force. In this way, she was born of Awa. Because somehow Sigourney Weaver's avatar body got pregnant after she got plugged into the tree at the end. And now she has all... Did you just say plugged in? Yeah. (laughs) Um, and, and And then throughout the movie... Her character, whose name is Kitty. Oh, is it? I really wasn't sure. There were a lot of oh, like. Oh, sorry, Kiri. It just sounded like I sound, Kitty. I thought it was Kitty too. It's yeah, Kiri. Uh, she has this ability to communicate with Awa, who again is the 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 natural force that inhabits the planet. It's like Gaia, Mother Earth, sort of thing. She can connect with the with Awa. She can control the animals in the. The, li- the wildlife and, and talk to them in, in a way that cool. other people can't. It was really you know? cool. Like, yeah, I, I, I liked her um, and I liked her abilities and everything. It, it, you do kind of get a red, not a red flag, but just sort of like a huh? As she, when we get to the water planet and she's just like, 
she's not having the same issues as her brothers where yeah. like she can hold her breath and communicate with animals it's and just, just has, has this connection. Yeah. Um, so they adopt her and then they have another son and then another daughter. Do you want to take a stab at the, the son's names? Nope. I, I couldn't them. tell you what they were. Okay. Well, one uh, is warrior with three fingers. Other one is ponytail with whale friend and baby. So the oldest <laughs> oh no, baby's name is Took because they said it like sixty times. Because that kid kept falling down a well. That or kid needs the just a leash. <laughs> I told you that this kid gets lost and separated and whatever else so, so many times in this movie. The oldest son is Natam. Kind see, of like Neytiri. Oh, see, to me, it was like, never mind. doesn't matter. The second son is Loak. Uh, and then Took. And then we have uh, Kiri, who's Sigourney Weaver. And then we have uh, Feral Boy Child. <laughs> he's the half. When I said they've adopted one and a half, he's yeah. the half. This Feral Boy Child, who is described as, he just appeared like a stray cat. Yeah, I guess when all the humans so when all like, the humans got like kicked a, off. Like last movie was Pocahontas. This one has like a Tarzan thread. Yeah. Like yeah. one for one. When all the when all the humans got kicked off the planet, I guess children can't go into cryo sleep, so they left him behind. Um and uh and spoiler, he is also Colonel Korich's son. What? Oh. Honestly, this is like for as visually um impressive as it is that he is able to interact in this digital environment and it's all seamless. Like that yeah. that was a great job there. I could have done without him. Oh yeah. Because it's like he gets captured and then he helps the human the avatar people like the so <laughs> to to put a pin in that. We mentioned Korich. He comes back as an avatar. So do all of that military unit. Like a bunch of these blank faced dudes that like when they show up again, you're like, oh, yeah, you were in the first movie, huh? One of them has like some gum. Yeah. So (laughs) they have this whole troop of marine avatars now. And Spider is the kid is the feral boy's name. He decides to like train them and help them and gets them like the flying beast. Like. Why? Why are you helping them? Not really. Like he gets. He shows them how to get to the flying thing. He gets captured, and is then sort of like their hostage because they have decided that they are going to do things the Navi way, in in an attempt to get to Jake and like yeah because the follow through on the blood oath or whatever. Whenever they use straight up humans and military machines, they keep getting like. Yes. Their sensor, the sensors yes. of Jake's hideout go off. So they feel like if they had a full Navi force, they would just go undetected through the jungle. And that's how they come up so, with that idea. Yeah. He's not like showing them how to do it, but he's kind he's forced to kind of go along with them. And in an attempt to make them feel bad about how they're doing things, they sort of like learn how to do everything, including wrangle a banshee. Yeah. And whatever else. Yeah. Um, didn't, I didn't need him at all. No. Like when I was sitting there thinking about like what could get, what do you cut? Yeah. Like I didn't need that. Yeah. And it, you know what? We you didn't, don't, sorry, go you ahead. don't need that if that guy is someone else. If he's someone else. Um, you mentioned the length. Did it feel 
the length to you? Because I, I personally, while yes, it was certain I was I knew I was in there for a good amount of time. I didn't feel like I I never felt the need to like man how much time is left in this thing. Um, I did. I checked my phone um a couple times. Yeah. Towards the end, just because I was. I wasn't necessarily seeing a path forward. They weren't there's there's a part towards the end where they pivot hard to this like like whale poaching shit that really <laughs> just pissed me off. Yeah. And I didn't need that. And that's when I was kind of like I'm I'm running out of patience. Yeah. Cuz I will say so when it, when we're talking about we're not really talking through this narratively like we do some other things because there is a little bit of the narrative at the beginning. And then there's a full like hour plus in the middle where you're just like, look at all the water it's, animals. It's my thought was we're just doing the first one over again because the the general is hunting Jake and his family. Jake mm-hmm. decides that they have to leave the forest and that's how they wind up with the water tribe. Yeah. Um, and. Once they get there, the water tribe's like, okay, you can stay, but you need to like help contribute to this community. Right. They're, they're relearning and into, it's, reintegrating. It's learning how to be a water Navi instead yeah. of a forest Navi. It's like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Like, that's, that, that felt very repetitive to me and was going to be one of my main, my main critiques is that it, there is some recycling in mm-hmm. the beginning. But I think the way that they make that I think the way that they do that better or not better, but just like in a way where, where I didn't feel the repetition, like I felt it as it was happening too, where it's like, okay, they got to do this, but they're doing it through, uh, mostly the, uh, youngest son, Loak. He is kind of like, he becomes sort of the point of view character for a long time. Um, and I think I, I enjoyed that. And I thought that they did a very good job of using him instead of Jake in those ways. And that's where I kind of, kind of mean that Jake and Atiri sort of become supporting characters rather than the main focus. And I think the main people going forward in this franchise should be, or probably are, uh, Loak and uh, Kiri. Um, yes. Because she obviously is going to have some sort of big connection to the greater world. And then he is just a very sympathetic character that you came to really uh, resonate with after a while, just because you see his ups and downs. He's trying to be the good son. He's failing, but he, you know, he gets beat up and he rises back up again and that whole thing. So um, I liked him. I liked, um, I I really liked the water tribe. I did too. I really liked the daughter. Yes. I thought she was my favorite. Um, she is a really pretty mermaid. <laughs> I'm trying to find her name. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. That is uh, oh. her full name. I'm not going to say she's called Rhea. Ah. Uh, and she's played by Bailey Bass. Interesting. Who, and her mother. Do you know who played her mother? No. Kate Winslet. No. The pregnant warrior. Yeah. Kate Winslet. I was trying to figure out who that could be. No way. Kate Winslet, fam- like there was been a big note on the press tour recently of she learned how to hold her breath for five minutes yeah. during the filming, which was like a, some sort of small record. Um, yeah, Kate Winslet. Wow. Yeah. James Cameron putting Kate Winslet back in the pool. 
<laughs> oh my god. The third act of this film yeah. is basically Titanic with blue people. They're on a boat. The boat flips over. There's they're so trapped. Very, there's water rushing everywhere. Very explicit. Like it's been shot, an honor playing with you tonight. Shot for shot. <laughs> Some like actual scenes from Titanic. We're like when the boiler room floods in Titanic. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens at the beginning of this boat sinking. Yeah, when. Rose and Jack are trying to get up the, the stairs and open the door while it's flooding. That happens. Jake looks at his son and says, you're so stupid. Yeah, no, he does not do that. But you're that so been... stupid, Natiri. God damn it. <laughs> Never let go, Spider. That does Never not happen, but it might as well have. It's, it, it's pretty much there. Again, James Cameron in the water. He knows how to sink a boat. It's... So the man knows how to sink a boat and then obsess over it for three decades. Yeah. Um, no, I had no idea that was Kate Winslet. She yeah. was amazing. Yep. I think in in some instances they they take some time to make the avatar not avatar, make the Navi. Navi um look like the humans that they're supposed to be. Yeah, I think but Jake they, Jake Sully does. Jake, Zoe Saldana does. Um no. I disagree with that. Like there are instances or like certain expressions where i can say oh yeah that is zoe saldana but more so in this one not in the first one yeah, I sigourney weaver sigourney sure. weavers does look like her and i think all of like the the avatars look like the humans but then yeah like all of the 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 water tribe they don't look like that did not look like kate winslet not no, even a little bit they um they gave off uh polynesian vibes um yeah there's definitely like, some like the sticky out the tongue yeah. the face paint um which again i i just thought i just thought everything about them was so cool i want to spend um, more time with them i could i really didn't care at all about the tree people but the water people were really cool yeah it's it we end the movie with jake and the the sullies who sullies stick together uh turn it into a hashtag it's, it's there uh they are going to stick with the water tribe for now. So we'll see how that plays out in Avatar yeah, 3 until we, in two years. Until we find out that they, they're going to go be airbenders. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is an Avatar story, right? Uh, where's the Fire Nation? Oh. Are they the humans? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably. And then the Fire Nation. God, attacked. that bitch-ass Fire Nation. <laughs> um, so the movie has a very strange structure, as I, as, as I mentioned, where it's we get a, a download of this stuff real quick where we learn about the, the new family. We learn about uh, Colonel Quaritch as an avatar. And then they go to find Jake and they attack and blah, blah, blah. And then Jake leaves. And then we spent like, we just ignore the humans for like an hour. And we just, it was great. We just, again, do like the natural geographic Pandora special, uh, you know, blue planet sort of thing. Underwater. Where's David Attenborough? Honestly, I, there, I was a little, I was only a little frustrated for a bit because I was like, I was like watching it. I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Wait a second. Is it, aren't we supposed to be telling a story? What <laughs> happened to the plot? Did we, are we just not going to? We right. get there. So the. We eventually The do. water tribe boys trick Lorax into going <laughs> off, like out of the reef and he gets trapped. He gets caught by like a bad fish. But then this whale comes and fish. saves him. And he develops this connection with the whale. 
Yeah. Because Whale is an outcast. Real Ezra Bridger shit right there. <laughs> yeah. Whale is an outcast. He's missing a flipper. Again, I felt... Oh, yeah. I, like, had an emotional connection with this whale. I really loved it. His name, <laughs> by the way, uh, was uh, Pelican. Pelican. Got it. Pyacon. Oh, okay. Pyacon. Um... <laughs> Found the it. whale was cool. Like he, he, he. It is an emotional vehicle. What did for you think about giving this? the whales like this? They're 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 said to be more intelligent than human beings. That was actually kind of sick. Like they can talk and sing. It, like have a. Culture. It made a lot of sense when he started to fight back because they they there's this there's this real shithead marine biologist that comes into play when they dive yeah. into the whale Played by poaching. Jermaine Clement. I don't of, care. Uh, that guy sucked. That guy sucked. The you biologist, know, or are you talking about the the whaler? The bio, well, both of them, but the biologist, like, he says he's a marine biologist and he's doing all of this to fund his research. Yeah. Like, you want to talk about selling your soul to the devil? Like, I've never met a marine biologist that's okay with, like, killing animals. Yeah, so the killing of the whales part is what we get stood in for for unobtainium in this case because apparently the gl- the brain gland of this whale has this substance in it where it just stops human aging altogether prevents aging just stops it all together is what they said and it's just like and in in doing in in learning this process we learn that these whales are highly intelligent capable yeah. of of emotions capable of language capable of mathematics capable like all of these things and i thought that was pretty cool and then it kind of came into play when pelican is fighting back later on and he like traps this boat and like with its own wire (laughs) does like a luke skywalker thing with the atat and sort of like ties him up it was pretty cool like so, you have to, you kind of have to know like geometry for that stuff. So the whaling part was one of my things of like, when, when I have like a, just kind of a question about the world building. This is one of the things where I, I, I got hung up on. So the humans have again, created a whole economy of stuff that's there. How did they find out about this whale juice? I don't. I don't like know. what? Like where does that even cut? How are you on the planet and like interacting with things enough to know that these whale like? It's one thing to like start a mining operation on the planet because yeah. you get a scan. It's another to land on the planet, establish a colony, and then go whaling. Like yeah. that, I just thought that was such a wild turn. Very of, hard pivot. How did we? How did we get from mining for like earth saving minerals to? Whaling, whaling for anti-aging. I yeah, it's all a money grab. It's the, very very strange. The I, note that I had mentioned earlier, there is a time jump within this movie where the humans land, and then they fast forward one year, and since then they've like got all of this machinery where they can like build buildings in like six days, and they've got like yeah. a friggin' like railroad transit, not railroad, but like a train. Yeah. transit system and all of this is like happening in the forest of pandora the it just f- further kind of cements the question of what the hell are they doing with the whale shit like it just makes no sense yeah and yeah it, like jake's insurgency attacks the train like early in the movie and i had the thought of like how did that train even get built 
Why would yeah. like? Wouldn't they have like tried to not let them build that train in the first place? Uh, how did where when did the second city get built? How did I it just there's there's questions that to pull on when it comes to the human part, and and that is the weaker part of all this is the the humans, and I would have. I'm ready to dive into more of Pandora. I don't need. Yeah, there has to be I don't need some the bad like Marine anymore. Some like civil conflict. Like, are, are there's are we no way do... that all these tribes get along. Right. Well, that's that was a thought that I had, and now it seems like they're really going to lead into. Well, the humans now need to colonize Pandora because the Earth is dying, and this is a place they know. So it's like they're just going to keep fighting against the humans forever. I guess. Yeah. Well, that and. Spider Boy fucked up at the end. Yes. Uh, at the end of the big fight, J- while the boat's sinking, Jake and uh, Korich are fighting. And Korich is going to die. He's drowning. He's dead. And Spider, I guess, feeling some sort of bond to his. Again, he, like, they even make a point, and I would have said, like, yeah, okay, I believe you, that this isn't his dad. Yeah. Like, it's twice. a clone. It's a clone body. Of an avatar that has his memories in it. So, yes, he has his memories. But it's not like he was a great dad in the first place. Or a good person. Or a good good person. So he dies, and you have no physical connection to this avatar body. Well, maybe we're getting ahead. So, like, there is a a standoff moment where Dingling has Sigourney Weaver. (laughs) You got, I I need you to learn a name, because I don't know who Dingling is in this case. Who were you talking about? The general. <laughs> he's a colonel. The colonel. Quaritch. Great. So he's got Sigourney Weaver, a knife to her throat. Yeah. Um, Zoe Saldana is pissed because through the firefight and the rescuing and the this and the that, their oldest son. Nay, uh, nay something. Neymar. <laughs> no, that's not right. It's... No, it's um, Netia. <laughs> he he dies. He dies. You don't need to know his name anymore. He, he dies. dies. And so you know, we experience. You know, we see a mother lose her her firstborn child. All this stuff. Yeah. So there's a there's a moment there where she gets spider monkey. By the throat with a knife as. Courage. Courage has Sigourney Weaver, you know, and so she's about to do it. And he's like, wait, no, but oh, okay, so maybe he does think of him like a son and whatever else. Fast forward. This dude's drowning and Spider Monkey freaking saves him. Yeah. Could have just escaped and and go live with his new adopted family, which he still ends up with the adopted family. And you could just let this dude die. Now he's going to live with the guilt and we're going to have the shadow of this dude just like hanging around with that grudge because Jake freaking Sully has beaten him again. Yeah. um, Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Like, again, I don't care about Jake. I don't care about Korich. I don't care about I don't care about Natiri. Really? I don't. I don't. I really don't. And I'm sorry that you want me to, James, but I don't. I care. I care about the kids. I care about the whale. Uh, I, I I do care about uh, Loak, and I care about Kiri, and I care about uh, Rhea, the 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 water daughter. Cool. Yeah, I care about them. 
don't care about Jake Sully. He's boring. And like in the first movie, it sort of made sense because he was supposed to be sort of boring, like a, a blank slate to put into this body to like do the thing. Great. He's not an endearing character. He was purposefully made blank. So now I do not care. Yeah. The thing that I got irritated with was that like the the chief of the water tribe and Jake were always it was there was always conflict. He's like, oh, I'm sorry for this. Or, oh, there's a problem here. Or Yeah, well, because his kids were being. Well, bo- both of their kids were being. Well, idiots. that was the first time. Yeah. And maybe also the second time. But then there's a thing with Sigourney Weaver. Yes, she uh, in one of her things where she's connecting to Awa, they go to like their version of the spirit tree, which was beautiful. Yeah, lovely. Uh, and she connects. And she has this sort of, because uh, the way the spirit tree, I, the, I didn't really understand it in the first movie, but now I kind of understand. So when you connect your little uh, ponytail fibers to the tree and you connect through Awa, uh, you can like see your ancestors and things like that and connect with like the memories of the planet and the memories of Awa and all that sort of stuff. So in this way, she connects and she talks with Sigourney Weaver. Um, and she's like, just saying how oh, much I miss you. I love you. Uh, and then, Oh, who is my father? And when she asked that question, she's st- the, the, she starts having a seizure, <laughs> uh, and, uh, sort of gets like rejected by the tree, uh, and then gets taken above water. That's when we get Nateri coming in with the, <laughs> you are doing nothing when, yeah. they, cause they call in, they call in, um, the medical team with, um, the nerd from the first movie. That's, that's the first domino that yeah. leads dingling to because he's looking for him in the forest yeah. and then he's like oh this one helicopter went over there and then went off grid trajectory says there's all these islands that's where he is so that's yeah. that's how that yeah all so developed th- that was kind of funny because it was like it was really a thing of before all that we're hanging out in the water we're chilling watching the the whales and the i don't know what you want to call the things they were riding like sort of dolphins yeah they know. were like lizard dolphins yeah sort of um, they were cute. They were like I water them. versions of a banshee. I liked them. I didn't um, like Jake's. Jake's looked too like toothy. Well, right. That that was the warrior mount. Yeah, so whatever. it was like a barracuda. I didn't like it. Um that was like the point where like, okay, nature documentary's over. We gotta get back to the plot. And that's when they come in and big firefight between this giant ship and uh the 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 warriors, and then the whale comes in and look, I thought when it comes to these big blockbusters, we get a lot of like pretty forgettable uh, third acts. I, when they started this fight, I was like, Hey, Namor, Wakanda forever. This is what your people should be doing. This was pretty <laughs> badass. Look at these water folks messing everybody up. Uh, that would have been fun. No one got cooked in this one. <laughs> no, no one got put under a heat lamp to, to dry out. Um, let's see. I think, I mean, we've hit most of the plot point. The, the, the thing with this movie is that the plot is kind of unimportant. The, eh. the main thread of the plot is kind of unimportant. Because like we said, if you don't, I don't care about Jake. I don't care about them. I don't care about the grudge match. I care about the stuff that happened in between. But like in terms of the, I guess you want to call it the A plot. Don't, <laughs> don't really care. I, kinda, I, I, kinda, I just like Pandora. I like learning more about the connection that like Kiri had with the nature and and all that. And I liked seeing them learn this culture and swim. And I liked seeing the 
uh, Loak and Rhea kind of fall in love a little bit. It was it was fun. Yeah, it was, it was very. It like, was a very enjoyable watch. It was very like teenage crush. It was kind of cute. Yeah, because she has like she has her own whale, and there are these yeah. moments where they meet. They meet up with the whales. Yeah, the whales came back whale from the cycle or whatever. Yeah. And they all kind of like catch up and connect and how's your kids? Whatever. And, oh, and so Raya's like, oh my God, I met a boy. <laughs> it's so cute. Could you imagine just like swimming up to a humpback whale? <laughs> Shamu, you will never believe this. <laughs> no. Sorry. I didn't mean to curse and wail. Jeez. Um, speaking of cursing. A fair amount of, of lots uh, of shits and one F. Yes. I, I was going to. The gonna... F was like. You got one. That was and when, that was the one you picked. It was Spider going back, like kind of waffling, like, oh, do I save Corch from drowning or do I leave? And that's when you get the fuck. And then he goes <laughs> back to get him. And it's like, I, I had that thought of that's the one. That's the one you used. I, I, all right, fine. I'm not mad at it. I'm not, but I don't know. I think eh, I could have get a little bit more like stronger. Ah, fuck. Not, yeah, like a, doesn't matter. Ah, fuck um let's see okay so we're going forward now you've are you excited to see avatar 3 colon reportedly the seed bearer in 2024 oh um i don't know what that means truthfully am i excited no (laughs) do i have nine hours no. Well, yeah. So the rumor, or not the rumor. So James Cameron is a, reportedly told the team in charge here. He wants his a full nine hour cut completely rendered, so he can then edit it down rather than like just editing down the footage he has and like the skeleton CGI. He wants the whole thing just like done. Yeah, I don't know. Just spend, spend the Mickey money, man. Like this was already the most uh, expensive movie ever made, um, and so far I saw a thing today where it, uh, in just the second week now it's crossed seven hundred million. So, what the first movie made? Uh, two point nine two three billion. And that was in okay. that was in two thousand nine. It'll take a minute. I don't know. I, the, to answer your question, I don't want to say like, no, I'm not excited. I'm willing to approach this one with a little bit more of an open mind because I did enjoy this one and mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how it goes forward. But I just can't. I, they, they have to be shorter. They won't be. They have like, God, it just, they, they just an, simply won't it's be. It's just a nightmare. That's the biggest, that's the biggest problem with these. Yeah. Is it? Are you excited? Um, I don't like. Again, it's it's a it's a complicated question in that I I enjoy watching the movie. I enjoy being in the world. I enjoyed learning about parts of it or, or going through the story with the kids. Do I care about Jake Sully fighting Colonel Quaritch going forward? No, like when when it comes to like the main again the main plot thread of this stuff is it gonna continue to be Jake and the Colonel, or are we gonna like shift it a bit 
and and make it because if it's more of this like i don't know <laughs> like if it's if it, i don't know like i i we one of the things we said was these things going forward if they're going to command this much of a budget this much of a time sink this much of whatever they have to continually be more and more spectacular and and relevant yes i visually like from the first movie to this movie because there's a 13 year difference it does look better yes but now we're gonna have a thing where if i see one of these every two years am i going to be wowed by it again yeah i don't know it's fair i don't think I, i i struggle to think what james cameron hasn't done with this stuff that could really be like a whoa if he thinks like we're gonna be wowed by okay now that you've been wowed by the world let me wow you by the story <laughs> i don't think that's gonna I don't happen. think that's his forte i i, I no. don't think that's what's gonna happen no so when avatar 3 comes around in two years i think this movie has bought the time for me to see it but if that one is sort of just another look how pretty this is yeah and then the story hopefully it's enjoyable enough i don't know if you're gonna keep me around for four and five yeah that's fair like well because again you have to make this bigger than this stuff here's he's done that to himself though i think just to segue into something that's relevant to us sure something that i think will help with that relevance is the theme park sure do you think that they will expand upon Pandora and add a water world to Animal Kingdom. Um, do you, would you want that even? They could use another ride and do like some. Well, here's the problem: they have a water ride, and it's boring. It sucks. So at this for for those that are unaware, somehow <laughs> there's in Animal Kingdom in uh, Orlando. Orlando. Walt Disney World is what I was looking for. They have a Pandora and it has they've they've created the Hallelujah Mountains, the floating rocks. Um, and it has two rides and then like a food merchandise area. Um, the two rides, one is the Flight of Passage, where you go through a very long line and a very long like pre show line, longest pre show, a a bunch of like holding cells where they're kind of teaching you what's going on. And then eventually you get to get on the back of a, of a Banshee and fly around. Yeah. It's it's, and the ride itself is amazing. It's like, it's like soaring over the world slightly better. Yeah. You're riding a, a you're basically like doing soaring in Pandora on a motorcycle that can breathe. Yeah. You like, there's like a, a rubber, compartment that like expands so it feels like the thing's breathing it's, it's really it's really a cool, it's cool ride so that's cool then the other ride is um <laughs> the navi river journey. navi river journey which is a in, in theory is a classic disney boat dark ride where it could be like a pirates of the caribbean where you're kind of going through this river and there could be a bunch of navi animatronics like showing you their culture or showing you new animals or plants doing cool stuff it's literally just like a dark forest. You do like three turns. The whole ride is like two minutes. It's a very dark forest where they have some black screens in the background that eventually that sometimes show some Navi walking 
occasionally. Walking or hunting, you'll see like animals running through. On, on a screen, not animatronics. And then you get to the end and they have one of the most impressive animatronics I've there's, ever seen. Well, there's also like a, a lot of lush plant life. It's dark, so you have the bioluminescence. But it's not it's doing anything. It's very like just there. intimate, but like stagnant, <laughs> yeah. like boat ride. And then yes, the animatronic of the very impressive Navi Shaman. Very impressive. No doubt. Which... I now have issue with. Oh, really? Because not not in a thing of like, you don't see that character in the movie. I could care less about that. You do, It doesn't. No. No, you don't. You see a shaman. You don't see that one. That one has, the one on the ride has two extra arms. It does? Yeah. Look at the video. I'll, like, just I'll, go I'll, look it up. I'll look it up. Fill for time. <laughs> continue. I'll just, it's, yeah. It's a very impressive animatronic. It's like, you know, the, the tune gets stuck in your head. I'm not going to sing it. I'm sure someone we know will. Um, okay, stop. Uh, <laughs> but you see it at the very end of the ride, and you see it for maybe 20 seconds. No, she has two, two arms. No. I'm looking at it. It's, it's, it's a regular Navi. It's got two arms, two legs. Wait, no, 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 no. Yeah, babe, that's it. <laughs> okay, maybe what I saw was a foot. <laughs> okay, my bad. However, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's a very impressive animation. It is. It's very fluid. Very for a very lame ass ride. <laughs> yeah, it and the line can get long for you to just sit there. Like, the first time I went on this ride was when I went to Disney World by myself, and I hadn't seen anything about. Avatar. I didn't know anything about Pandora except that the people were blue and the movie was long. I waited in that line behind the most obnoxious family for over two hours. <laughs> to to sit on a boat. To sit on a boat for, for two minutes. <laughs> yeah. So um, and then see this blue thing that I had no inkling about. To answer your question, yeah, it definitely needs something. I don't know if it needs something. You could you could do like a ride. What though? I don't know if it's friggin' motion sim again. I'd be so be. irritated by that. It would have to be because at that point, no. that, that part of Pandora is in the forest area. So then, where how are you going to build a a beach? Well, I mean, you could just you could just expand. Like you it's sort not... of go to the to the water on the on the flight of passage. Yeah. Well, I mean. It... The, the the logistics of it kind of don't matter. Yeah. But I think you could do like a like a a ride there, like a big ride, like a uh I don't know. I would be really disappointed if it was motion simulator. But then you could also do like a this sounds really sad, but if they built like the village because they walk around on the village yeah. on like these like, like bouncy like these like trampoline yeah, like, like hammocks yeah, sort of, yeah like like pathway sort of things and those look really sick yeah super so fun. if you could make like a like a playground area that'd yeah. be really like a Tom Sawyer's Island kind of thing yeah that'd be fun but ultimately not not very cool no um I'm curious because I I'm curious how this because we part of the thing we talked about at the beginning too is like the cultural impact of it, and I just don't i I don't think this movie is going to do 
more for the Avatar IP than the first one did. <laughs> like it, I think the theme parks will help. Yeah, it, yes, because it, now that it's completely owned by Disney, because yeah. Disney owns Fox, you're gonna get you- a little bit more. In, you know, it's gonna be more present in that way. I'll ask you what you asked me. Do you want to see Navi uh, face characters in Pandora? Honestly, sure. Like you're not gonna find someone tall enough. Well, no, but like I mean, they've they've made like the the Hulk. Like they're making these exosuits, right? Oh yeah, that's true. Um, so it could happen, but it would be kind of janky. Should I go up sure. to one and like hold my ponytail out? Oh please, no. That's <laughs> that's inappropriate. This uh, is a family it's facility. A family, far- family theme park. <laughs> um, I said ponytail. I know, but you know. I've seen I've seen what they do with those things. Um, it's just it's just it's not. You told me the other day it's not. According the, to the people on the internet, with the yeah. ponytail, it's not. Yeah, it's. Just, I don't have a tail, and I'm not about to buy one at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> but they sell them. Um, that says more about them than me. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess to to have a final thought on all this. Um, it's great. It, it is. It is, good. it is very good. I just don't know if it's something that like I'm gonna discuss with people later. It's like what I said. It's not perfect, but it is. It is sure. a very good. I was very pleasantly surprised. Sure, visually great, um, and just the story is still a little kind of whatever. But um, but yeah, that's uh, Avatar: The Way of Water. The Way of Water connects all things. Before your birth and after your death. So that was our long form discussion on Avatar The Way of Water with a little bit of theme park uh, mixed in at the end. I'll note that in the timestamp if you're if you're curious and skipped. Uh, well, I mean, I guess if you're skipping to this part, you'd see the timestamp by now. Anyway, you can cut this out, too. <laughs> no, we we are transparent. Um, so. Yeah, I, this is kind of our turn towards a very busy part of the season now. Uh, we're, we've got a little bit of time to kill here. We got some, if you've heard our Golden Globes pod, you know that we have some sort of markers as for movies to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we're we're going to try to see uh, Babylon, I think, next. Babylon, this week. the Fablemans, probably. Yeah. and uh, Probably a, the Fablemans, just because it's been out longer. As a special treat, for, for those that are listening, we... Go to Regal Theaters when we see our things because it's the things closest to us and we have a pass and it's just easy. But we know that the other most popular chain in the country is AMC. And AMC moviegoers over the last year or so have been treated to a very special preamble by our friend Nicole Kidman. Yeah, it's something we haven't seen yet, but we know that it's just this internet sensation. And I need to see it before they make a new one. (laughs) So... We're, when we go see one of these new movies this week, we will uh, endeavor to make one of them happen at an AMC theater, and uh, we'll report back on the the experience that that is, the the emotional journey that we're going to go through with that. Because it, you know, that place is a place for heartbreak. I don't mm, know what she says. I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's the, they sell merch, so if if you ever forget, we can get emblazoned on a, a hoodie. Um, but yeah, so we got a, a plenty of things coming up 
uh, Oscar nominations will come up in the next month or so, I think. Yeah, and, they uh, just did the shortlist for a lot of them. Yeah. So. Some disappointing things in there, but... Um, <laughs> really? Things, I mean, things that I didn't make it, like, uh, I was disappointed by uh, Michael Giacchino's Batman score oh, not making yeah. the shortlist. That would have been really good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... Babylon, Fablemans, Banshees of Inishirin is on HBO Max now. We can't can't wait to see that. Glass Onion got put on Netflix oh, yeah. this weekend. We, I mean, we've got a a Full backlog slate. of things. We'll 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 get to all of it. I don't even want to. Uh... Oh, before we before we go, I gotta say, I was I was fully ready to come into this podcast when we came back from the movie, being like, you know, the actual most exciting thing we saw at the theater tonight wasn't the movie. If you see uh, Avatar in IMAX, you'll oh! it, to open to open. Oh my god! To open the trailer portion, there is a special look at the next Mission Impossible movie. You Mission guys Impossible: can't see Dead it. Reckoning Part One. My face is in my hands, and I am just shaking my head, like in a <laughs> "what the fuck" kind of way. So it's I think it's like a what do you say five minutes? Yeah, five ten. Five ten minutes of. <laughs> watching tom cruise ride a motorcycle off a cliff and base jump it's day one of production and they build this like 50 foot ramp yeah like like a helicopter up all the parts like it's like 80 feet long but like 50 foot like launch (laughs) and he's gotta ride this fucking motorcycle off (laughs) <laughs> and then do a base jump with a parachute. So sick. And it's the, so sick. I just sit there and I'm like, you are a literal psychopath for doing this. Like once it ended, I was like, he's insane. <laughs> it's so cool. He's though. insane. This you're not gonna get a part two of this because <laughs> he's literally jumped. gonna die. That's what I said. You know, <laughs> because it is dead wreck. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part One. Uh, that's it because the reckoning of the dead will come for him like and you think okay they're just gonna do it once <laughs> he just keeps coming. he's like he i like... think i could have hold on to the motorcycle a little uh, longer where throwing... are you getting these motorcycles from how many do you have what's happening to them when they hit the ground from ten thousand feet up <laughs> they, they, it's insane they're dropping motorcycles off a cliff in norway or whatever the and hell you know what i said when that ended you know Norway is going to be like, hey, clean this shit up. Oh, my God. And, of course, he had to be way extra about it. Yeah. Be like, I'm just going to do some quick jumps out of the helicopter to get my body warm or whatever. <laughs> oh, my it, God. One of the most thrilling things I've seen in a movie theater is the 10-minute preview for behind-the-scenes preview of Vision of Boswell Dead that Reckoning was- Part 1. Ridiculous. That comes out ridiculous. They also showed some other clips of it, but like, yeah. are is anyone paying attention? Yeah, they, at they that tacked point? on the actual trailer at the end, but you know, who cares? I just want to see Tom Cruise jump off of stuff Jesus at this point. Christ, that was that was insane. Look, you were floored by Top Gun Maverick, where he like learned how to fly the goddamn plane. This is the same thing. You didn't like the last couple of Mission Impossibles, or you didn't like the the only Mission Impossible ever taking you to because yeah. you're not an action. I'm movie not person. into it. Not straight action. Well. I feel like in my defense at this point they're not very good anyway. No, are you kidding? The last I, I few, don't know. I've never seen that. The the last few in my estimation and a lot of others have been top notch. Ghost Protocol Rogue Nation. Whew. 
hell yeah. And the last one, not my favorite, but but <laughs> okay, then. but still incredible. I mean, who can ever forget the Henry Cavill arm punch cock, you know, thing? <laughs> can you rephrase that, please? <laughs> He cocked his arms like you would a gun to load up to fight. My favorite thing about that is that it's two takes stitched together. Yeah. If you watch that in slow motion, he grows a beard between like half step between one and the other. Very fun. But no, that's the movie that (laughs) that's the mustache that ruined everything. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's yes. The DC universe is where it is. That thing is so stupid, too. It's so dumb. I just I'm I'm thrilled that Tom Cruise is willing to like kill himself for us at this point i'm gonna like, hold go, my tongue go go for it tom jump yeah. off every building break your ankle you know ride a motorcycle into a wall whatever it is you want to do bud um i'm all if you put it on film and you survive i will go watch it i'm gonna hold my tongue <laughs> anyway follow um, us on instagram a.z <laughs> underscore movie review follow us on twitter a underscore z underscore movie review mm-hmm. I hope everybody's had, a, at this point, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year coming up. Indeed, indeed. Happiest of holidays. A Happy New Year at the movies.